All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll-free, our number is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, Wow, what explosive hearings in the House Judiciary Committee today as they had very, at times, contentious exchanges over whistleblower uh, testimony. And, uh, you know, it's amazing Democrats, all of a sudden, they don't like whistleblowers anymore. They don't trust whistleblowers. They want punitive actions against whistleblowers. And what these guys are saying, this is the weaponization hearings run by Jim Jordan. uh, And they had four specific whistleblowers today. Garrett O'Boyle, a special agent. Steve Friend, who will join us on this program a little later in the program today. Whistleblower, former FBI special agent. Marcus Allen, whistleblower, FBI operations specialist. Uh, Tristan Levitt, a president in power oversight, former member of the U.S. Merit System Protection uh, Board testimony. Uh, and more importantly, the the methods under which the FBI took, you know, we have whistleblower law protections in this program in this country. Apparently, they don't matter anymore. They don't seem to matter at all. And all the Democrats wanted to do was was grill FBI agents uh, over a tweet that might show that they have a, a political point of view that might not be theirs. And uh, this is what we have. Anyway, the subcommittee investigating all of this. Witnesses saying the FBI is a double standard for what merits investigation. And one of the agents said that the FBI departed from the standard procedures, put a heavy focus on investigating cases involving January 6, 2021. By the way. Where are all the arrests with all the video evidence that we have of the 574 riots in the summer of 2020 uh, that injured thousands of cops, killed dozens of Americans and created billions of dollars in property damage? Where where's where are those? Where's the intensity from the FBI there? Uh, They also claim that FBI leadership told them to inflate statistics dealing with domestic and violent extremism and now explains a lot. Explains, you know, how they handled Supreme Court justices. It explain, explains how they they handled um, tiger moms like Linda that go to school board meetings and, and dare to question the age appropriateness of some of the materials being taught their kids and the priorities of, of varying school districts. You know, it's it's pretty unbelievable. Um, I'll go through some of these whistleblowers. One guy named Marcus Allen. He said, quote, alternative analysis and different viewpoints should be welcomed, even though they are not, but ultimately acted upon by actual makers. He said groupthink should not be an ethos champion in an investigative organization to shut down differing viewpoints is the end of any analytical or investigative body. And it sends a chilling effect across the workforce. It does not allow for intellectual freedom, which is vital. Any investigative body seeking out truth, it is possible the ire get uh, towards my perspective could have been due to folks wanting to maintain invincible arrogance instead of consciously, mentally transferring over to willful ignorance. My treatment, without a doubt, this is an FBI whistleblower, has sent a chilling effect uh, through what semblance remains of an analytical cadre. This was not a thorough investigation in my regard. I have not been afforded an opportunity to properly defend myself or confront claims made against me. Now, in light of the Durham report coming out this week about how Crossfire Hurricane never should have ever begun. And then all of the actions taken 
and how they treated one candidate, their favorite candidate, Hillary Clinton, with kid gloves. And they, they used the full power might of the FBI and all their subpoena p- uh, 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 tools available to them, including lying on FISA applications as a means of going after these people. You have one guy, Garrett Boyle, FBI whistleblower, suspended. You know, it's up to members of this committee, current and former FBI employees, and indeed all Americans to ensure that the weaponization of our own government against the people comes to an end, no matter what the personal cost. And by the way, the cost for all of these whistleblowers is that's it. Their careers are over. Many have been suspended. Many have been put, you know, iced out. Many will no longer have a career in the FBI. He said the safeguards currently in place at the FBI clearly are inadequate and must be reworked to protect whistleblowers and others who are inappropriately targeted. He says that he was transferred across the country only to be suspended on his first day. The FBI's actions forced his family to beg, borrow warm coats for their kids because their family's belongings were locked in an FBI-controlled storage facility. Quote, so one of the examples given in congressional letter included an example where a neighbor or, or someone or, or somehow someone knew a parent that they believed was extreme. And so they called the FBI and reported that parent to the FBI he said, when the citizens in this country get to a point that they can call the most powerful law enforcement agency in the world on their neighbor just because they disagree with them, that is a chilling, uh, that is chilling to the First Amendment rights of the people who are getting the FBI called on them. And then he had the question, and what you've uh, done is exactly what the federal law requires you to do, Right. And isn't it true that once the FBI found out you spoke to Congress, your security clearance was suspended? Yes, I believe that's what happened. I'm going to play some of this testimony later. I'm just telling you some of the highlights here. Uh, Question, what was the effect? What effect is this had on your ability to provide for your young family? Answer, I've since had to rely on charity because the FBI stopped paying me and there's no other way for me to make a living. He says, I know from other whistleblowers that the routine, they routinely deny them the ability to get outside employment. And then as a, a special, you can only make $7,500 a year outside of your government salary. So they can't even live their lives anymore. You know, another one, Gates played the video of George Hill who worked at the Boston field office. You know, he alleges that there were confidential human sources and FBI informants in the Capitol on January 6th. Show us where inside the Capitol, we'll look into it, to which the Washington field office says, well, we can't show you those videos unless you tell us the exact time and place those individuals were inside the Capitol, uh, to which they responded back, and I was privy to those conversations firsthand. Why can't you show us? Why can't you just send us back, give us access to 11,000 hours of video that's available? Because there may be undercover officers or see confidential human sources on those videos uh, that whose identity we need to protect. Wow. Stephen Friend, he'll be a guest on this show. He's been suspended. Says the FBI retaliated against him after how he exposed the Bureau was working with uh, numbers on domestic violent extremist cases. So the FBI decided it was more important to have you in the parking lot of a school board meeting than getting worst of the, the worst of the worst from people that they could harm? Correct. That got into the whole January 6th issue, too. 
you know, remember, you can go back and we covered it on the show. And by the way, the former Capitol Police chief son is going to be on at the top of the next hour. Uh, but remember, all of the times that he personally in the days leading up to January 6th was requesting the National Guard. That story never got told. Why not? Why didn't they listen to the Capitol Police chief? You know, there's only been 10 in total Capitol Police chiefs in the history of this country. That's it. And if the Capitol Police chief says that they have intelligence uh, that indicates that this day may be a problem and they want to be prepared for it and he gets totally, completely and utterly ignored and then basically pushed out and retired or the fact that, you know, we have on tape January 3rd, uh, President Trump said it to me, uh, his chief of staff, Mark Meadows, said it to me. The Secretary of Defense, Chris Miller, said it to me. His chief of staff, Cash Patel, said it to me that they all talked about on January 3rd the need for National Guard troops uh, in coming days leading up to January 6th. And then, of course, finally this year in January, Lester Holt, I mean, a little late, better late than never, I guess, but reported that federal law enforcement could have prevented January 6th because they had actionable intelligence. And the police chief himself talking about the delaying getting the National Guard to the Capitol for help. Now, this do you understand? And then what do Democrats do? They start smearing and slandering the whistleblowers. Aren't these the same people that love whistleblowers, hearsay whistleblowers, non-hearsay whistleblowers? They all love whistleblowers. Only whistleblowers that are going after Donald Trump or going after a Republican. Because Debbie Wasserman Schultz and and others on the committee butted heads with Jim Jordan over the testimony of witnesses. You know, I'm not aware that you're able to withhold information from the minority that we need to use, she said, before being cut off by Jordan. When it comes to whistleblowers, you are not entitled, Jordan said. This is a pretty good exchange. We've got some of this on tape. We'll play it later. And then having to remind her, and I told you that when it comes to whistleblowers, you're not entitled. It is the discretion of Mr. Allen, Jordan said, and the law decides. Did you not listen to the testimony? I mean, pretty amazing moments that took place here. Uh, One whistleblower details the FBI's attempt to punish him for speaking out. This is Garrett O'Boyle saying targeted by the FBI in their smear campaign made it impossible for him to do his job, devastated his family financially. I couldn't knowingly and silently continue on this path without speaking out against all the weaponization that I witnessed. All I wanted to do was serve my country by stopping bad guys and protecting the innocent. And to my chagrin, bad guys have begun running parts of the government, making it difficult to continue to serve this nation. And he says many in the FBI see what becomes of whistleblowers, how the FBI destroys their careers, suspends them under false pretenses, takes their security clearance and pay with no true options for real recourse or remedy. This is by design. It creates an Orwellian atmosphere and it silences all opposition and discussion. He said that the Bureau's retaliation left his family destitute. He said the FBI will crush you. The government will crush you and your family if you try to expose the truth about things that they are doing wrong. Wow. Now, the FBI targeted these pro-life groups. They targeted tiger moms at school board meetings. You know, in particular, the, the Catholics and parents attending these meetings with investigators and investigations into an effort to infiltrate, you know, with the sense that they were a domestic terrorism threat. 
Okay, they're begging, uh, keep your gender identity classes away from my first, second, and third grader, and we think you should focus on reading, writing, math, science, and arithmetic, and computers, and uh, not on gender identity, uh, human sexuality, and CRT. That's what parents, by and large, have been saying. Do some get a little heated? Yeah. Is this an FBI issue? No. That would be an issue for local law enforcement if it got out of hand. Jordan said, if you're a parent attending a school board meeting and you're pro-life, praying at a clinic, or you're a Catholic simply going to mass, you're a target of this government, a target of this FBI, adding that officials attempted to inflate their investigations to treat them as domestic and violent extremist cases. Jordan says his committee spoke with over two dozen whistleblowers in compiling his report. Matt Gates detailed whistleblower claims of of the Washington, D.C. field office is the source of much of the rot within the organization. Quote, a lot of the rot the committee has learned emerges out of the headquarters from the Washington field office. A whistleblower described the conflict that existed at the Washington field office, and they put pressure on other field offices around the country to engage in law enforcement work without uh, predication. Wow. Many agencies now, it's an Orwellian atmosphere that silences opposition. Okay. Does the, do you think anyone cares? The FBI, by the way, illegally obtained, we learned today, bank records to search for anybody that attended the January 6th rally. Oh, why follow the rule of law? What, what about Miranda rights? What about, uh, you know, having, giving somebody the right to remain silent? You just now get free access to their bank accounts? Okay. Now, I know abortion is a big issue. I always say that abortion in America is a heart issue. and You got to change people's hearts. Well, the group Preborn is doing it by using the science of ultrasound. Now, abortion, for example, seemed like the only option for Mackenzie, but she and her boyfriend agreed uh, to get an ultrasound. Now, at this point, it was too early to determine if the baby was healthy and viable, but her client advocate was able to help them better understand fetal development and what was involved in an abortion. They were invited to come back for a second and then a third ultrasound. By the way, all of preborn's ultrasounds are free, thanks to your generosity. They don't get a penny from the federal government. And then after they heard the baby's heartbeat, and then with 4D imaging, you get to see fingers and toes and facial features. Anyway, the end result was that she and her boyfriend decided to keep the baby. And now they're signed up for parenting classes and other services also offered for free by the clinic. They also offer baby food and diapers and formula. Anyway, listen, they're asking anybody that can donate 52 bucks because they're not gonna get like Planned Parenthood government money. So they only count on you that believe in the sanctity of life to help them. Dial pound 250, say the keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby. Go to their website, preborn.com slash Sean, that's S-E-A-N. And by the way, I recently got two ultrasound machines for their facilities. They're in desperate need of them. Preborn.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N.